This time on Whatever We Want, we talk about... What If! Season 1, Episode 2! What If T'Challa Was a Star-Lord? Spoilers! Major, huge, big spoilers ahead! Big boy spoilers! There are time codes down in the description if you want to jump around to uh, yeah. different things we talk about. We talk everything jump. from the new voice actor for Drax. We talk about the potential futures of the What If episodes, whether or not they're going to combine, or whether or not they're going to be on the different tangents. We talk about Nebula, and the fact that Thanos is good, how that has impacted her life, and where the heck Gamora is in all this, along with future predictions about Peter Quill and Ego kind of teaming up. So stay tuned. Enjoy! Enjoy! How you doing, my friend? I'm doing really good. For those of us that are watching on video, I did not know that this was a thing. A full bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce. That's like a product placement right now. Chick-fil-A. Our sponsor, Chick-fil-A. want to sponsor us, that'd be Yeah, if you do want to sponsor us, that'd be sweet. Give me more of these, honestly. But yeah, I did not know that they made like full bottles like that. So I just had some chicken tenders with that. And it... Oh, it's the bomb. The bomb.com, one might say. But yeah, so sorry this is a little later than last week. I want to get these What If episodes out like super quick, like on time and stuff. But uh, I was away working on a commercial like all week, like 14 plus hour days. And of course, it's the week that everything freaking happens. Like the like What If, I, mean, I love this episode. We'll get into it. But also like the Star Wars Visions trailer. Did you see that? Yeah, dude, that looks crazy. The anime Star Wars. Like I was talking with a friend over the weekend about that. And like our friend Dakota and I actually want to talk, devote something else, like another episode or or maybe something we post just to Patreon, talking just about that trailer. Because there's some cool stuff he was t- telling me about like the specific studios that are working on it that I'd love to just like, I don't know, like deep dive into. So if you'd be interested in that, Daniel, we can do that. I haven't really talked to you hey, about dude, that. I'd be, yeah, I'd be totally down to do that. Cool. All right. But yeah, I think also it was really smart that they did this like now, like it's right after the Bad Batch like ended. So we're kind of missing that weekly Star Wars fix. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. look at this other project coming up. I didn't realize it was so soon. It's like September or something. I don't, I don't even know. Oh, don't remind me. Oh, God. What? <laughs> just, this year's gone by so quickly, you know? I know. I, I, kind of, yeah. But anyways, also, I think I saw somewhere it was confirmed that Anthony Mackie's going to be playing Captain America. Captain America for Captain America 4. Yeah. He's pl- Captain yeah. America 4, Captain America 4. <laughs> was the sentence you just said. But yes, that makes sense. Where would you put the the 4? Like the C and then A and Captain, like Kaforked in America? It's it's like something. a it's like a joke with like Chris Evans where he was part of the Fantastic Four. Oh, know? yeah. So, so now you do like a twist on that. So he's like, are you ready for this? <laughs> it's just like old clips of him in Fantastic Four and then... Anthony Mackie. I don't know. Just jumps Anthony Mackie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. Also, in addition to that news, the Eternals trailer was released. So, mm-hmm. and that, like the final final trailer, that looked really cool. Maybe we could, maybe we could like, I don't know. We're talking, I was considering maybe doing like on our Patreon, we can just do like a quick, like whenever a trailer comes out, just like a deep dive into that. Cause I don't want to mm-hmm. devote like entire episodes to trailers, but that might be a nice quick thing we could do for our Patreon supporters. So yeah, I don't know. You can do that. Yeah. Sounds like a great idea. Anyways, that's not pretty much. You ready to hear the intro and jump into things? Yeah, let's jump into it. You may want us to talk about this or that, but we don't care. We're going to talk about whatever we want. Welcome back to wherever you want the podcast for we, Jackie Daniel, two devilishly handsome gentlemen, talk about movies, TV shows, giving behind the scenes insights, filmmaking techniques, all that jazz, and more. What are we talking about this week, Daniel? We are talking about What If. Yeah. Episode two. What If T'Challa was Star-Lord? No, but the official title is What If T'Challa Became a Star-Lord, which I thought was interesting because, like, I guess it's like a title that anyone can become or declare. 
So like, yeah, I, I always assumed like Peter Quill was like he's like, the Star Lord. Yeah, I'm the Star Star Lord. But now it's like he's a Star Lord. That's like the official title. So I don't know. That's well, interesting. I, there's there's a couple of ways that that could be looked at. Like it could be looked at like it's a title, but at the same time it could be also just like I mean we've seen variants of Loki, so it could also be looking at it that way too, just oh, on like a yeah. multiversal scale. Right. So I feel like that's probably more towards where it's gonna be. Going. Especially yeah, because we're coming <laughs> off the tail Loki. So yeah. I don't know. Well, let's jump into uh, voice actors galore. I don't know. I feel like I should make this a mini segment just because we're going to probably talk about it each week. What should, we, what should we name this like voice actor segment? What's a catchy little like... I feel like we, we need like alliteration here too. We need like... um. What's the word for like announce or like state with a V? Leclair. Vector. Vector. <laughs> just throw up this big V. Vector. Dialogue duty or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's time for our uh, weekly segment dialogue duty are we going with that is that <laughs> I, I think that's it yeah that's all right it. dialogue duty so <laughs> voice actors for this week and what if we have got a lot of people returning uh well chadwick boseman this is one of four episodes that he has a role in i thought he did really good, well actually kevin feige actually said that chadwick talked to him when like before he passed about how he really liked this version of t'challa and that he wanted to see if somehow he could incorporate some of the inflections and in way he something he brought to the character to Black Panther 2. So they were looking at a way to somehow work that into Black Panther 2. Not the like exact character like the Chala Star Lord, but something like that. So I thought that would have been yeah. interesting. But yeah, also Michael Rooker came back as Yandu. Mm-hmm. Josh Brolin came back as Thanos, which like shocked me. Yeah, I, that was I, crazy. I loved him. Benicio del Toro was back as the The collector. The collector, the jacked collector, which I, I thought <laughs> <laughs> The Jacked Collector. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. I originally thought Benicio del Toro wasn't coming back, so I was surprised to see him back. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I think he sounded too much like the collector in the MCU that we knew, like, but I don't know. I mean, it was definitely the same voice, but it was just, yeah, just yeah. the way he was speaking was different. But technically, you know? it is a different character because it's a different variant of yeah. the collector. Yeah, this guy was jacked, so he's probably voice changed because he's like going on all those roids and stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> His like body mods was just like, oh yeah, I need to have my voice lower now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so also Karen Gillan was back, uh, Sean Gunn, mm-hmm. and Seth Green as Howard the Duck was back. Uh, I thought that he was pretty good. It was funny. That was great. Yeah. I like that little cameo. Um, and Kurt Russell at the end. I'm interested to talk about that. Like, wh- what do you think is going to happen there at the end with Kurt Russell and, and Peter Quill? Because personally, I feel like you don't get Kurt Russell just for two lines. I think something else is going to happen kind of thing. Well, okay. So th- I was totally forgot about, like, that we could see all, like, the titles and stuff for the series already. Oh, you can? And so the end, yeah, I saw them somewhere. So it's like the end is pretty much going to be, like, the protectors of the multiverse or some shit like Ooh. that. Okay. So, so we're gonna get like the new ver like a, not new but like new version of the Avengers, but they're gonna be like the multiversal protectors, right? The so we're gonna get the M- Avengers. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Ego and what whoever else we get in these like later episodes are gonna yeah, form yeah. like this their own like league or something like that. A league of their own, the yeah. Sinister Six. No. We're gonna, get, <laughs> we're gonna get the giant space squid. We're gonna get Oh my gosh. We, yeah, we, what if just all the villains come back at the end? All, That'd be amazing. Yeah, and then I feel like the way that's gonna go is like And all the Marvel zombies. The, oh Well, yeah, like that's gonna be crazy. But like you remember how the watcher in the first episode was like, I cannot interfere. I must not interfere. Because that's like the role of the watcher. He's gonna have to interfere. I feel like it's gonna get to a point to where he does. They, they, they can't say that and then yeah, he's gonna interfere. Yeah. He's gonna be like, Alright, now's the time. And then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go off. 
But yeah, so he was back. Also, I so I learned more about Drax and Dave Batista. I saw I said in an earlier like TikTok or something that like Dave Batista was never asked to be Drax to return, but apparently it was the fact that producers of Marvel tried to reach out to Dave, but it has to go through like four people, like his assistant, like agent, and all that stuff. So it just never got to Dave Batista. So they just had to end up going with someone else for time's sake. So oh. it was kind of Dave's team's fault, is what Marvel's saying. So I don't know what the story is behind that. So maybe he'll be back for season two. Is he happy about that? Or is he mad about that? Or like, has he spoken about that at all? Well, he said a tweet originally before this came out. He was like, someone asked him like, why aren't you voicing Drax? And and he was like, well, I was never asked. So like, I don't know if he was like upset at that or I don't know. I don't know the sitch. Before we jump into this episode, speaking of like future episodes of What If, Mm -hmm. I saw a theory that's, you know, how Marvel Zombies is like an upcoming thing that we've seen in the Mm -hmm. trailers. So people are trying to theorize like what could be the the change that changes that to make the Marvel what if zombies and people are saying that so you know in Civil War in the very beginning when there's the opening fight sequence the stealing that biohazard yeah, weapon the biochemical weapon yeah that yeah. it's gonna like maybe Black Widow doesn't catch it and like it breaks and then like zombifies everyone nearby that, I could definitely see that I, that can make that would but, make sense. I don't know if that that could be the case and then it just flashes forward because in the trailer you see Bucky has his Infinity War like vibranium Wakanda arm and then uh, you also see some order some members of the Black Order behind I think Steve in one of the shots like Ebony Maul and the big hammer guy I don't know that guy's name (laughs) (laughs) he's there uh so i don't know um but yeah also speaking of like flashing forward i thought this was interesting someone pointed out to me so it takes place this takes place in 2008 mostly because he was captured in 1988 like we see that's the timestamp, and then it goes mm-hmm. flashes forward 20 years in the future so this is taking place around the same time that iron man could be taking place and another episode is like what if killmonger saved iron man kind of thing so that might connect because this is around the same time i i don't know really that, that actually brings me up to a question i want to ask you about yeah because we saw a cap that the collector had cap shield yeah and mjolnir he also had some other things mjolnir and then also and um, hella's helmet i have a question about that sorry you go ahead well hella's helmet and then it was uh, does that mean odin's dead because doesn't it honestly could be hella have to like to, for her to be released into the world odin's keeping her at bay like back in whatever dimension so does that mean odin has to be dead by 2008 and what how does the fact that T'Challa leaving Earth, how does that impact Odin? How does it in survival? Yeah, how does that butterfly to that? <laughs> yeah. But there's also, I'm trying to think of what, um, God, Korg's, was it like Korg's arm? Yeah, it was Korg's arm because he was like, I took it off like a super, yeah. what's it called? Chatty. Yeah. And the reason why we know it's specifically Korg's arm is because it was Meek's scissor hand. Really? In the back as well. Yeah, that's oh the last thing gosh. that was on the side there. Dang. Like, that looks, oh, it's freaking Meek's arm. I'm like, what the heck? That's so, yeah. That's interesting. Well, also, well, Korg and Meek have been connected to. Oh, you know what it could be? I mean, in the comics, the Collector is uh, the Grandmaster. Like the Grandmaster's. Um, Are they like brothers? They're brothers. Yeah. So yeah. it could be that like once the Collector <laughs> came to power, he was like, "Well, I'm gonna like overthrow my brother, who also is kind of powerful and runs this whole planet." So he could have gone to the Grandmaster's planet and like taken over, killed. That's the thing. I f- Meek and Korg. I feel like he wouldn't care. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like he would have just been like, "Okay, bro, I know you're gonna have like warriors. Just whenever they die or whatever, just send their body parts my way, and I like make weapons out of them." I don't know. Okay. <laughs> or like he'll, he'll just like collect the the warriors. But I feel like he'd ha- let them keep like Sakar. 
don't know. Maybe. Because it's like the trash planet. Like, what, what would he do with the trash planet? It'd be more valuable for him to have his brother there actually, so he can get resources. The, in the, uh, that actually brings me to another point. In the scene when uh, T'Challa is running through the hangar and passes the Wakanda ship, there's a big... All the weapons are, or the ships are there. All the ships are around, including the Grandmaster's, like sex ship that he had sick, yeah so maybe yeah. something did maybe a falling out did happen between them and like he that's true took over hmm. a lot of stuff i don't know that's i guess we'll have to find out so that could snowball into things very i i really like i mean we're talking about all these possibilities i really like that this episode is making us think about those things because it was such like a deviation like i feel like the last episode was very much cap but instead of cap it's Peggy Carter in the role of Cap, but then the events are pretty similar. Yeah, it's like, it was like retelling the story. Yeah. Yeah, it was retelling the story, but like in a different way. What was nice yeah. about this one was it was like... A completely fresh story. And that's the thing. It's a completely fresh story because when it came to the first episode, characters. like Peggy and Cap... It was a good ease-in, I think. Both had like the same goals. Yeah. Right? True. Because it's like, wartime. Or Peter Quill but, and T'Challa but, do not. <laughs> exactly. So... You get a totally different character into a totally different situation. Yeah. Which I feel like now after like thinking about that, one like the newer episodes we're gonna be getting are gonna be changing off even more. Like we're just talking about, like with the zombie stuff. It's gonna be crazy how much things will be yeah. like butterflying and like changing. And I think I think it was smart that Marvel did this first episode, like Peggy Carter's episode that way, because it was a good ease in. And then now we're kinda like, oh, uh, it could it could be even more and we're kinda seeing that. So I, I think I think that was a good play. And I, I Yeah, same. In the comments of our TikTok, I've been looking at them. Thank you everyone on TikTok. But like a lot of people are kind of agreeing with the same thing. Like episode one when i was working on the commercial like i was i posted a tiktok about the pacing of episode one then i went to work on the commercial and i was reading them when i had like a break and someone was like i feel like episode two pacing that just came out today was really good and i had had a chance to watch it i was like i can't spoil it like no (laughs) (laughs) and uh i was just like yeah i thought so too and then i watched it later and i was like okay i do agree with what i actually just said to this person (laughs) actually yeah that was a true statement i didn't know before (laughs) but i do now (laughs) yeah yeah I trust them. I trust the our followers on TikTok. Imagine if you didn't agree though, and then you'd like have to go back and be like, actually, Delete I revoke it. my statement. JK. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this episode. Like it felt like a heist. Yeah. Um, especially that one scene when they're like planning it. I love the shots when it was like Nebula just like standing there looking at a screen, and then like T'Challa like pacing in the background, and like it's mm-hmm. panning, and then it goes to Thanos. I'm like, they're doing a heist. Like this, it felt very Ocean's Eleven to me. Yeah. And also, it was very similar music to ant-man when uh what's his face the character like retold everything and it was like that like the drum like and i don't know i I liked it a lot that was a horrible yeah it was a terrible representation but like thanks (laughs) (laughs) it's more of a higher pitch but anywho it's uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah see that's where it's at (laughs) like quick bongos It's late. Yeah, so, I'm so sleep deprived, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you know, you know what would help with that? Sleep. Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not sponsored, not an ad, but uh, it could be. <laughs> but it could be Chick Fil A. Come talk to for us for the please. small price of unlimited supply of those <laughs> things <laughs> for Daniel. <laughs> God, what was I even trying to say? I don't. Know. Oh yeah, Bongos? I agree with the heist thing. The, oh I yeah, agree yeah. With that, the heist feel. <laughs> you know, I also loved how. Um, oh God, what was his name? It was the guy that worked for the Dark Elf, but like he didn't. Or was it the Dark Elf? Not Dark Elf. Ronin? The guy that worked for Ronin? Yeah, the guy that worked for Ronin. I can't think of his name. Korath? Korath. Yeah, Korath. He I, he stole the episode for me. Stole the show for me in this episode. It was I great. loved just how light he was and like how much he killed it. It's also, also I love that 
from the get-go, like, he knows who Star-Lord is, whereas in Guardians, he was like, who? But, like, it just shows, like, how much of a name and how much of a presence, like, T'Challa I think it- <laughs> gave the ra- Ravagers and, like, how he turned him straight. I really like that, just whole idea. Same. I, I also think it's kind of funny how, like, in the... <laughs> In the sacred timeline, the Star Wars that we get, yeah, is like is <laughs> the worst version. It's like because <laughs> he's like, you could have prevented this if he. It's kind of weird to think about because people were like originally were like, why did he have to like wake up Thanos? Like he ruined it, and then we got the whole oh, it's the sacred timeline. But then we're like, oh, there's all these variants now. So there's a variant of him that didn't do that and probably right. did do okay. Well, yeah, for the greater good though. If we if we're right about our theory that Odin dies in this timeline, maybe. Like, it's for the greater good if, like, the sacred timeline happens according to Kang. Like, he's viewing, like, oh, if Odin dies, like, if, if T'Challa becomes Star-Lord, good happens here. But then, like, Odin dies. Captain America and Thor probably die because the Collector has their weapons. So, like, I don't know. It's you, you never know all the possibilities. It is weird to think about, like, what kind of threats would be coming out of a universe like that. Yeah. Oh, also, another, like, subtle change that could have been easily missed was some of the ship name... The Ravager ship name was Mandela. I didn't see if, know if you caught that on the wing. <laughs> which, no, I didn't, but that makes so much sense. Well, but I think it's it's cool, but it, it kind of has a double meaning. I saw someone say that, like, so there's a guy that was named Mandela. I don't know much about him, but he was a South African yep. political prisoner, and he would have still been the prisoner when T'Challa left. So it could be... And and, and actually, like, he... Sorry, his, the language that this real-life person, the, his dialect was, like, what they based the fictional Wakanda language on in the actual movies. So oh. that was a cool little connection. And also the Mandela effect that like that you misremember things because this is like about different timelines and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. So uh, that's a great double meaning. I didn't know that about the, the the political prisoner. Yeah. 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 So T'Challa turned the Ravagers good, steered the galaxy straight. Oh, also forgot in our, uh, what was it? Dialogue. Dialogue duty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John. John. <laughs> can 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 he? Can he? I don't know. He, he voiced T'Challa's father again. He's a very nice, like deep bellowing voice. Uh, I like that a lot. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on like Thanos being good? Because I, I love that idea. I think it was great. I like it makes sense to like I, I was talking to some people at work about it and they were like, Thanos is good. Like, why? Like, I don't know. I think Dakota was talking about that, wasn't he? When we were with him the other day, too. Maybe. I don't know. Talk, I think he was talking to me about it. And he was like, I don't like it because it's like he's the biggest evil. Yada, yada. But it's not. I think it's more of a testament to T'Challa. And I have some thoughts on that when you finish your thought. Well, th- it's t- it's a testament to that, but at the same time, it's Thanos is he's a compelling villain, heroic in his own way. Right. Like he's tr- at least in the way that we've seen him in the MCU. He was the hero. He was the protagonist of Infinity War. It was the story yeah. from his perspective, and he succeeded. We just didn't want him to really succeed. Just didn't want him to, yeah, exactly. He was a very compelling villain. I loved that movie and just like that perspective. But in this version of him, it's it's um you know. It's nice to see how his mindset is able to change yeah. once he's able to realize something's different, which is, again, what you're saying, testament to T'Challa, being able to sway him and, you know, yeah, also, be like, hey, there's other ways to do this. I noticed that, so Karen Gillen's character, like Nebula, like had hair. I really like the look of it, and, and I, I also like the fact, I think the subtle detail that she covers her eye her that, eye? like, Thanos, like, kind of manipulated because she probably doesn't view that as, like attractive but like she, she wants to hide that and that's something a constant reminder so i think that's a good like character design detail that just helps tell her story more yeah but i think it's interesting that she's not super like as i don't know robotic as she was in the movies because t'challa stops thanos from this his 
crazy quest to like kill take over all the worlds kind of thing which um so makes you have to think like how old was t'challa like when right he did well that? i think in like the 80s was according to some theories is when thanos's planet like kind of went south according to like some theories so in the 90s would be when he was like kind of doing this conquest probably took over nebula's world but gamora's not around so gamora's planet might still be all right, so T'Challa might have gotten to him and convinced him to stop before he got to Gamora's planet. So I'm wondering if Gamora like isn't around because she's just ha- living happily on her planet. Like he he obviously got to Thanos before he even got to Drax's planet because Drax is happy and he said his family's alive. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, speaking of Drax, the guy that plays him is Fred Tadaschiore. You should look him up because he seriously looks like a less fit version of dave batista or less Does jack really? version of dave batista <laughs> and drax yeah so look it up look right up. now oh that guy does he kind of yeah. look like a less <laughs> jack drax i guess <laughs> yeah he does so that actually... was kind of cool <laughs> i don't know he looks so, he looks familiar though what else has he done movies and shows he voices the hulk apparently he's been in kung fu panda he played he was in kung fu panda what yeah something like live action he was in nine he's kung in panda a lot 10? of marvel stuff ben 10 dude fred my garfield man. Tangled. Lots of Ben Ten. Curious George two. Pit the Planet Sheen. I just saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Forget. Sorry, Dave Batista. You're out. Fred is in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. And back at the barnyard. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's like back he's to the tank. pig. Back to the tank. Back to the tank. So I do. I like the idea that like the collector seized power once like Thanos kind of went straight and like saw he saw that an opportunity to seize power i like that a lot yeah like i really do like how much the thought or the writers thoughters the thoughters wrote about this the The writers thought about this (laughs) also people think i've heard a lot of people online saying that like they think thanos was kind of nerfed but i think we also have to think like he's no longer on this grand conquest to and training to like conquer the universe he's not preparing like in the comics i think i saw Mm -hmm. at some breakdown that like he like altered himself like he did like bio and technological like alterations to like yeah strengthen he changed himself. his own genetic coding yeah to make himself stronger yeah, yeah and he's probably not doing that for the past 15 however many years t'challa has convinced him to not do this like he's probably he i mean he even said t'challa said like he's taking up gardening to nebula so i don't know <laughs> that also reminds me uh i wanted to ask you what did you think of t'challa when it came to him like just being a, like an ordinary human compared to him being enhanced like half celestial like an actual peter quill no no i'm talking about t'challa compared to him being black panther being enhanced by oh. the oh oh by the herb i oh that's true i wonder if right because he's just a normal he's not he hasn't had the herb do you think he started having the herb like as a kid or like when no. does that process start okay i mean we've seen it in the movie the way that they did in the movie was it's a rite of passage right and then once you go through the trials you are able to partake Oh man, I. I so he's just a, so like he said, he's just a normal human. When he that's was, true. I did like. Sorry, I will get back to your question. But speaking of that scene, like when he woke up, there was like an ominous musical beat. I just mm-hmm. I love the music they do in this, and just like the that's the sound effects, the SFX were, mm, chef's kiss. I don't know. I like that <laughs> a lot. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I do like the the idea that he's just a normal guy, which I think. I think I like the idea of that Star-Lord was kind of a normal guy in the first one, and then they mm-hmm. kind of retcon that in the second one, which, like, made sense. It made sense for plot, but then it also, I agree to what you're kind of trying to get to, which is where, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it changed up the character, so that it made, you know, 
There's a different feel to it then. Yeah, I like the fact... I do like the fact that, like like you said, like he is this normal guy and, and he's doing all these incredible things across the galaxy. Yeah, but also, I, I saw someone make the comparison like the Peter Quill to T'Challa. Like, Peter Quill was just like a guy that like, had he not... I mean, we've seen, had he not got abducted, he would have just went on, lived kind of a mediocre... Life. Kind of less than average life working at Dairy Queen. No offense to anyone that works Dairy Queen. Like, it's totally cool. But like, compared to being in space, like... Not as cool, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I feel like, the, I mean, we know T'Challa, like, he was in the royal family. Like, he was already kind of in that political mindset of, like, fixing things and helping people, the warring tribes. So, like, I feel like he had that base to be able to propel him to solve these problems on a grander scale in space kind of thing. Yeah. What did you think of Yondu? For, I love... Like, how he lied to T'Challa, though. I know he lied, but I love that in every universe we've seen... He's just a great dad still. Like, I don't know. He's looking out for this kid. And he probably shouldn't have lied, but I don't know. In the end, it worked out. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the galaxy and the universe is probably in a better state yeah. than this reality. As far as from what we've seen. Definitely. And, like, T'Challa now gets to see his family, like, from home. So Did we see Shuri? Yeah, she was on the... the the screen left. That's right. The right of yeah. the king. Yeah. Which probably was one of the first times he met Shuri, honestly. Because I don't know how what the age difference is there. Yeah, which makes me think, I wonder if in that universe she's in line to then be the Black Panther then. Or she she might already have started like taking that or like might be the Black Panther because like T'Challa was gone. Yeah. So you, you could be right, honestly. That could be a cool way that they do like Black Panther too. Like say they do go through like the end of the What If series and like they do then right. to like things then merge and then get like mixed characters and Ooh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that would also require a lot of people to like, I don't know. I don't know if they're banking on everyone to see What If because I know in animation people often like scoff at it and often don't take it seriously that's, so like, that's what i'm saying in, in mom yeah, yeah but i'm saying like you you probably have to have this base of seeing what if to like understand that if they carry it through mom yeah that's but true. uh i don't know they, they could like explain it quickly sorry there's one part it's like when they, he gets howard the duck out of the cage and starts going around with him i'm sorry i just love that um when the, the lockdown started happening and like all the doors started shutting the child called howard the duck dude he was like dude we've got to go like it's go and i was yeah, like same I was never like, in a million years i think we see <laughs> black panther calling Howard the dude, Duck, dude, <laughs> then running away. Yeah, so I thought that was that was cool. So yeah, and then we get into the collector fight. I thought that was like like we were talking about hitting at like oh, just a really creative fight. And I love like the the shot when like the collector takes him and chucks him across the room, and then like the cages like open up. Yeah, the, yeah, like all the cages like fly back, and it just makes this like arena. And I was like, whoa, that is sick! Like such a creative just like area. I also just love that the way that they designed that area in general. Like even before that, like yeah, I kind of got Monster Inc. door vibes. Yeah, almost. exactly. Yeah, it was like like all these different like organized chaos in a way of how things are like moving around, and yeah, it was really cool to see. Yeah, I agree. And then like the Cosmo Space Dog. I'm pretty sure in the comics he's a telepath. I think you're right. I I have seen that too. Yeah. But so do you think that Odin is actually dead then because he has Hela's helmet, or did like the collector somehow like go into this cage that Hela was Odin has constructed for Hela and like just was like I'll take your hat. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like we don't have enough information. What I do feel like though is if Odin is dead and Hela is dead, then that means that Surtur. And Ragnarok might have happened earlier as well. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my favorite. All right. I think I said something else was my favorite part, but this is also my favorite part. Mm-hmm. It was when uh, Nebula is like running away and, and Thanos is like going to stop the the Black Order. And then Nebula's like, are you crazy? You'll never take them yourself. And he goes, not crazy. And the music stops. He goes, mad. I was mad. like, I was like, yes! 
<laughs> I do. He's like, he said the thing. He said the he thing. Said the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, proceeds to get the, the tar beaten out of him, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one shot, though, like when he mimics the Spidey thing where it like grabbed the hammer. Oh, yeah. Like... I, didn't, I, didn't even cl- <laughs> I didn't even clock that. That's that is really cool. Yeah, so I was just like, I was like, it's so weird though, because it's like usually, because you know, like Spidey's usually like upbeat and stuff like that, but now it was Thanos, so you're just like, what, what is happening? <laughs> Maybe Spidey's gonna be all like dark and <laughs> angsty. I don't know. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, so Peter Quill, the, the, the like end credits after all that. Well, for, actually, sorry, I want to talk about the Embers of Genesis, like that like plant thing that they get. I feel like that was so freaking OP. Like, what? <laughs> where did? Where is yeah. that in the regular MCU? Like, how? What? Was, is that a thing in the comics, like, that you can just create? Not that I know of. I wouldn't be surprised, though. Unlimited food? Like... Well, it's not unlimited. It's just rapidly exponential terraforming on a rapid scale. It's so... actually unlimited. <laughs> there was, like, three specs, and, like, the whole planet was became, like... Uh, d- what is the... Green. Hold on. Date. What, what's the... Terraform? Giant. What's the giant, like... Beanstalk? Yeah, well, Jack of the Beanstalk. That's it. There you go. I almost said James of the Giant Peach. I was like, I mean, that is big food too, so I don't know. <laughs> James of the Giant Peach. <laughs> you think of that freaking knockoff first? Oh my god. That's funny. I don't know. I haven't seen that in so long. I haven't even thought about that yeah, in so long. In the recesses of my brain. Just like the plants <laughs> growing out of that. Nowhere skull. <laughs> but yeah, so sorry. Peter Quill, voiced by... Uh, Brian T. Delaney, not Chris Pratt. Sorry, hmm. hold on. I have a friend. Max. It's Mac, not Max. What did I say? Max. You said Max. Mac. It's Mac. What did I say? Mac. Max debut on the podcast. Say hello. Look at the camera, or not? Oh, he's falling out of my <laughs> hands. All right, Mac. I can't have you in here. Mac. Say hello. Say I love Marvel. <laughs> you looked at it for a second. Use that right, as a title. <laughs> okay, he's he's slipping. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> The mic got his. The mic got his little. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> like, Anyways, uh, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on ego? Like, do you think uh, Mantis was on the ship? A slash, do you think Peter's going to team up with his dad and like they're going to take over the world? Because he could. I honestly think in this variation we, well, that will happen. Yeah, because like he's like, not all noble and and seeing the world in space. He's probably like, my life sucks. I. He's, yeah, he's gonna Queen. be like, I want again, more. Again, yeah. If you work with Dairy Queen, that's totally cool. But like, compared to, but again, if space. you find out your dad is like a planet, like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have a much better life. <laughs> but you know, that, like that's that's the thing. Like, like I feel like he'd be like, yeah, I'm tired of Dairy Queen. I want more. I mean, I'd be tired of Dairy Queen. I want to go to space, Dad. I actually kind of want to go to Dairy <laughs> Queen now. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what goes great with Dairy Queen. Mass genocide. Oh my gosh. Chick fil A. I thought you were making no, like a kidding. Thanos ego <laughs> connection. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but also. But they're both pretty good at that. <laughs> Do you think I, think. I think the song that was playing on Peter's Walkman was uh, from the 80s. So in this universe, he got to experience life on Earth, which he's always kind of longed for in space. And he got to like listen to more music. So that's a plus, I guess. He didn't get to have sex with any crazy aliens, though. I. F- <laughs> what? Uh, just. <laughs> Dairy Queen people, <laughs> like 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 I don't mean that again in a bad way, but like you know, like you, you get coworkers like your job. Like I'm thinking of like people at BJ's, you know what I mean? And like they can get weird. <laughs> I hope your coworkers don't watch this. <laughs> no, no, like most of them are nice, but then there's always like the weird ones, you know. Daniel, I think they think that about you. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm an art student. Mike, drop 
You're like, they're like, this kid has a podcast. <laughs> Lame. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's about comic stuff. What the heck? <laughs> but yeah, at the very end, sorry, back to the tank. At the very end, there was a nice dedication to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty much the episode. Next time is Loki conquering and taking over Earth, I believe. Did we, do we have any identification of like what time that's happening? Like, is that during Ooh. 2012? That's the thing, because this takes place in 2008, if this is like continuing this timeline, this could all theoretically be the same timeline because the first one was Peggy in like the whatever, 40s. It's not, it's, I don't think it's I don't think it timeline. is either, but it could like. Because, no, the reason I'm saying that is because we have seen multiple versions of Cap, zombie Cap in the yeah, advertisements yeah, I and stuff. I know, so. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying these two episodes, like these first oh, two could oh. be in the same vein. I don't think they are. But I'm, but I think this one could connect to the Iron Man one, where like Killmonger saves him potentially, because that's like 2008. But also Peggy like travels to the future, and the Tesseract like opens up and lets her out instead of Loki. So Loki could be already on Earth or has to come to Earth a different way than in Avengers kind of thing. So I, I really don't know. I don't know what that time frame is. I think like on the Loki, some of the like trailers we've seen are they like on horses like the the army's battling so maybe it's earlier i don't know okay if it is 2012 what would the different choice be though that's the thing uh captain america decided not to help he was like ah that's fine i did a war that's true it doesn't have to be no like it could be something that not loki does it could be a choice that like yeah one of the avengers makes as a mistake right like what what if iron man doesn't get the nuke through the oh. portal oh Oh my god! And New York City's just nuked. Oh my gosh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Not crazy, mad. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, that could be it. I wouldn't be surprised. And then there's uh, like new Asgard or whatever Loki's gonna make it on Earth. Then that was I just saw a post that that was the same new Asgard is the same town that the Red Skull discovered the the Tesseract in originally in the forties. Oh really? Apparently, I I, I huh. saw some post and unless it was photoshopped, it looked pretty legit like the town name was the same <laughs> that's a pretty important town then yeah house, <laughs> house of thor and also tesseract like <laughs> i mean i guess that makes sense because they like if you think about it they put the tesseract there in the first place true yeah so they i guess they trust that town i don't know yeah. town of trust anyways <laughs> sorry i'm so sleep deprived uh yeah is there anything else we want to talk about this episode about the happenings of T'Challa as a Star-Lord. No, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Like, I mean, we talked about where we think things are going to be going, and we talked about, you know, things that we're excited for and things that could be... Yeah, ready for patron shout-outs. Yeah, hit me with them. Cue the Epic Star's music. Boosh, we've got patron Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thanks so much for listening to the tier. They can see the shout-out if you want to support us over here on Patreon. You can, the link is down in the description. You get episodes early, cool perks. We are going to try to... I'm going to talk to Daniel. We're going to try to do those, like... Uh, trailer breakdowns and stuff like that especially talking yeah. about star wars visions eternal so be an eye keep an eye out for that yeah please head on over to apple podcast leave a review if you feel so inclined it really helps out the show a lot and we really appreciate it we read them on here and honestly just love hearing your feedback and what you guys think yeah check out the tiktok we've been posting a lot of clips there exclusive clips there too of uh some behind the scenes stuff and just clips from the podcast, but heavily edited down and like made even more fun than if you listen on here sometimes. I don't know. We have a blast here. We take out the ums. <laughs> I take out a lot of the ums in the audio version. It's tougher in the video just because, you know, 
don't want to jump cut all the time. But yeah. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to say to anyone, I know a lot of my friends and family listen to the podcast. Really appreciate you all. If you want something or have suggestions, would love to honestly hear it. Like uh, we're talking about doing merch. If you have any, if you like merch or suggestions about that. Uh, yeah, we want to do more stuff. If you want us, I don't know, for example, have more presence on Twitter or if you want us to make us like a, I don't know, a Facebook group. I don't know, people do that. <laughs> I'm part of a podcast Facebook group. If you want us to do like trailer reviews or have any ideas similar to that, yeah, let us know. Reach out to me, Daniel, maybe. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, do it. Do it. All right. Thank you. Ready for the introduction? Yeah, something way in. Wan. We just talked about whatever we want to talk about and now we're done. Thank you so, so much for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. We will see you next time for What If Episode 3. Daniel's got his Chick-fil-A sauce, so you know it's going to be a good night for him, I guess. Um, yes. See you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.